Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Oh my goodness, girlos, it's December, and and boy, has it ever been in December. And do you know how I know it's December? How? Well, the calendar, of course. LOL. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> the way I actually know it's December is because we are, we here in the Flanagan household, me and my husband, Caleb, are finally living out my husband Caleb's dream of having a Hallmark Christmas movie club just he and I (laughs) and that uh that is a club where he and I uh DVR a bunch of Hallmark movies or Hallmark-esque movies like there are on like Netflix or what Mm -hmm. have you and then we watch them and then we rank them and we he he wanted to keep a spreadsheet but then he decided no it'd be even better to keep a post-it note ranking on our living room wall (laughs) there's bright pink post-it notes with black sharpie thick black sharpie and 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 at the top it says midnight at the magnolia and at the very bottom it says the christmas wedding planner and then there are 14 movies in between that oh wow wait you have watched 14 movies no Oh, 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 16 movies. <gasps> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and we have nine on our DVR currently. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Guys, that's how I know it's December. It's only December 6th. We started uh, uh, after Thanksgiving, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is my reality right now. And what I wanted to know from you guys is... When you met my husband, uh, Lo, these 14 years ago almost, um, did you know that that was going to be his deal and his wish and his dream? (laughs) (laughs) I can't say that it is what I thought would happen. (laughs) You know, I feel like Caleb, in some ways, is very predictable. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, he throws a curveball at you. Because I remember relatively early on, I think in your either engagement or marriage, that like Caleb, who like, you know, loves sports and loves, you know, whatever. He His favorite album was by, oh, what's her name? <laughs> Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, wow. So this, this Hallmark thing, it feels wild and yet totally Caleb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree because Caleb just loves so hard. (laughs) So true. (laughs) When he goes, he goes all out. (laughs) I I feel very fortunate that uh, whenever a movie finishes, we take turns each saying the first review, if that makes sense. Uh huh. And uh, he has been very nice and, and let me rank a couple much lower than I think he would have ranked them. Uh-huh. There's a there's a growing trend that is becoming difficult in this movie club and that is many of them are so middle of the road that like 
It's putting movies that we thought were fine higher because we're just <laughs> sticking them right in the middle. Right. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yes. So like number five, if you look at the list, it's like, wow, you might, you guys must have really liked that. And we were like, this is fine. You know, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, there were some very good ones. Midnight at the Magnolia, number one, is two childhood friends become radio hosts after... They were they had a, a high school radio show and then they they now they've made the big time, but then they're gonna make the big national big time. Oh, and they pretend to date, right? Their show is like a relationship show, and they are each dating somebody and they haven't introduced their them to their families. And so they say, like, okay, at New Year's Eve, we're going to have a big party and we're going to live on air introduce our people to our families. But then they get broken up with. And then, Shelly, you're right. They pretend to date on accident. And then they fall in love for real. I saw the trailer for that. It did look cute. (laughs) Midnight at the Magnolia. I didn't even say the best part yet because guess what the Magnolia is, guys? What? What? These radio hosts' dads co-own a jazz club together. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the party is at New Year's. And because everyone's so psyched about about this big surprise reveal on the radio show, they all come to the jazz club and it's just like the old days. And oh, the business is revitalized and Christmas and New Year's is saved and they're in love. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. This is right up my alley. Uh, Julie, (laughs) I, I bring this up mostly because I need you to know that Hallmark has a streaming service <laughs> that you can subscribe to. So you don't have to get cable. You can just subscribe to it. And it's also uh, an app on your phone that then <laughs> you could watch and, and not be disturbed by your four kids. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty hard sell right there. So anybody, good. any sister who's giving to Julie this year for Christmas, because <laughs> we all have turns. Uh, Shelly, then you may want to think about that. <laughs> I have already, I already accidentally got Julie. I thought it was something really thoughtful and then remembered I gave it to her a few years ago. So she's getting something like that. Plus what? something else. Plus what? I'm sending boxes to her kids tomorrow. Shelly! Shelly! So. <laughs> my hands are on my hips. I'm going, Shelly! <laughs> Je- or uh, Julie, but it will make you feel better. The toys that I'm sending for your kids are, are all pre-loved. Oh, but well, I think they will yeah. be still appreciated. Well, I knew that, but I <laughs> and I also know they will be appreciated. Oh, everything everything is going to be pre-loved except one thing that I got because I I stole a piece of information from last week's podcast. Oh, <gasps> <What>? intrigue, <laughs> Christmas intrigue. <laughs> Well, if there's any mothers of any Chatfield girls who are a Hallmark movie subscription. And they just want to know what they can do to make this Christmas magical, even though we can't be together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which is funny, gosh. but it's not oh, like we no. usually are together on Christmas. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, happy December, Shelly gang. Now, we're going to move on to our topic for this week. That's so December. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was a topic submitted collectively by the Miller Family Conglomerate USA LLC. 
<laughs> Let me guess. Is it 20 questions Mario Odyssey? <laughs> Shelly, are you pro or anti Mario Odyssey? No, no, no. It's Super Mario Odyssey Guess 20 Questions. That is the full Got title it. of Got the, the name. Got it. <laughs> no, it's not that, but it is something very December-y. Would you like to know what it is? I would. Today's topic is hide and seek. <laughs> so December-y. <laughs> well, I think the Millers have played it in December. Is that right, Julie? It's correct. We played it just yesterday. So, uh, Shelly, Julie is going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like hide and seek. I'm going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And Kelly, as our sister expert and the best at camouflage in the whole world. Oh, Kelly, where'd you go? <laughs> I'm right here. Surprise. Oh, okay. Whew, okay, good. Because I need you to tell the Shelly gang what you think Shelly's going to choose. Are we all ready? Yes. yes. Ready. Okay, uh, Julie. Julie, I need you to come out of your little cranny, and you need to tell Shelly why she should be pro hide and seek. I like how you have to coax me out of my little cranny like I'm a wild beast. <laughs> That's what I say to our hamster, too. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I bet your hamster's really good at playing hide and seek. Uh, my hamster is a, a digger. He's not like an escaper. He's just a digger. And yeah, he's very good at it. Well, just set it free in the house and then see how good it is at hide and seek. <laughs> Don't say that. My daughter's listening to this and she wants to do it so bad. Although, just put a bell on it. Well, no. A bell. Oh, that's even worse. But I will say hamster ball, very fun. More fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> My kids saw the video of hamster ball and were amazed and then started drawing pictures of their future hamsters. <laughs> oh, seriously? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but this is not about hamsters. It's about hide and seek. Uh, and Shelly, you're going to love my first point. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. My first point is hide and go seek is great because it gives you practice with hiding from burglars. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's your first point. <laughs> I bet you're going to love it. I know Shelly's going to love practicing hiding from burglars. Shelly, you're a very brave woman. <laughs> what? You're so brave. She went out and got a job. I haven't done that in many years. I guess that's a different kind of brave, but like I would say across the whole, Shelly is our, our cutest and scaredest girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there were a burglar in her house, I think she'd be very good at hiding from that burglar. But you know what? Up her skills, Shelly. You, as you play hide and seek, you are practicing your skills for hiding from burglars because I, although you are very brave, I think uh, it would behoove you to want to hide. You could do that. I believe in you. And then, <laughs> and then text the police because I think that's a thing. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I live in a, a place, let's say, where there's uh, any available nook or cranny is just crammed with stuff because I live in a small apartment. <laughs> <laughs> just shove all the stuff out and hide in that spot. That's what okay, my kids the, do. The burglars will never know. <laughs> why, why is all this food storage in the middle of the floor? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a, here's a true tale from my house. Uh, in our upstairs linen closet, we have a huge thing of toilet paper 
And when we were playing hide and go seek, Ruby very cleverly tossed out that toilet paper and hid in the closet. And I'm very happy that we found her because there's no way she would have been able to open the door from the inside. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. But guess what? None of us realized that that thing of toilet paper in the hallway was out of place. None of us thought about it. (laughs) Hashtag for children. Oh, yeah. So, Shelly, don't even worry about that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But here's the next best thing about hide-and-go-seek. You can learn about every nook and cranny of your house or of your friend's house when you play (laughs) hide-and-go-seek at their house. Here's an example also from my own real life. We were playing hide-and-go-seek. Ruby and Corbin, my beautiful husband, went and they hid together. They were a team. In Lukey's bedroom, in the closet, there is a shelf that is so high, it's like a foot away from the ceiling. For some reason, there's just a very high shelf. Corbin put her on that shelf and, <laughs> and closed the door and then hid behind, hid behind another door in that room. You know what? I didn't know there was a shelf up there. <laughs> I learned something new about my own, my own home. And Shelly, I bet there are places in your own home that you haven't even thought about. Maybe you could hide on a high shelf that's a foot away from the ceiling. (laughs) You know what? I do have a dream like that all the time where like, you know, I'm in my real apartment and then I open up a door. I'm like, man, I always forget we have this whole room here or whatever. (laughs) So I had a dream last night that our sister Carly shot PCP into my spine like an (gasps) epidural. (laughs) What? (laughs) And I was furious because I just knew I was going to get addicted to it. And I just, (laughs) I was so upset. Are we just talking dreams now? I had a dream that I was in love with Mr. Rogers. (laughs) Oh, that's a reality for me. But then um, he was the, he was the like activities leader at my summer camp. And then it was the end of the summer. So I had to go home and then he had to break up with me and he was so sad. Oh, (laughs) no. Were you a camper? Yeah. And he was your counselor? Oh, no, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> we are all adults, guys. I was fine. about to say, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Um, and then I, I do love Mr. Rogers, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Shelly, hide and go seek is a great opportunity for you to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> now, there is a story. About Shelly when she was a little one, where she was asleep in a closet. Was this because she had been playing hide-and-go-seek? No. <laughs> you just wanted to take a nap in a closet? I, I, There are multiple stories of me falling asleep in closets, under beds, <laughs> under the crib of the baby's room. Um, I don't know why or wherefore I did this as Apparently, a small child. Apparently Shelly's a cockroach and just needs like... <laughs> dark enclosed spaces i will say the closet one is notable because that is the one that caused extreme alarm because our parents could not find her (laughs) yeah so so i don't i don't think it was because we were playing hide and seek i just think it was that i got sleepy and i just (laughs) slept wherever i was (laughs) and i don't know why i was in all those places (laughs) well shelly Hide and go seek is the perfect place to rekindle that love of sleeping in odd places. <laughs> you could be hiding in the closet and then decide to take a nap. 
Yeah, I I have a little bit of a harder time falling asleep instantaneously these days, except for on days where now I go to work. <laughs> it's much e- easier after a shift at the bakery. <laughs> That's good, actually. That's yeah, really it's great. Good. <laughs> Hide and go seek is a wonderful opportunity to freak out your kids. Uh, Perfect. One, one time we were playing hide and go seek, and I hid in such a good hiding place that the kids, I could hear them walking back and forth past the door where I was hiding. Like, I think it was Theo's turn to find, and he found the other kids, and then he's like, Where's mom? They're walking around and they're like, where is she? Maybe she went outside. And then they started getting scared. I'm like, what if she drove away? What if she left? (gasps) Oh, no. And and this was way back before, like, I think before Valley was even born. So, like, no quarantine or anything. And Corbin was at work. And so they're like, she's gone and we're here at home alone. (laughs) But but fortunately, Theo, like, had presence of mind to be like, no, mommy would not leave us. Oh, (laughs) good. But eventually I did have to come out by myself and <laughs> reveal myself. You are really good at hide and seek, so. I am very good. It's because Julie's so flexible she could fit into any space. <laughs> She's our most flexible sister by a mile. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shelly, that's actually one of my points. Build strength and flexibility. Ah, uh, if you could curl up into a little ball, a little tiny ball, the world would be your oyster. Your home would be your secret little oyster. And you'd be the little <laughs> pearl, the little ball-shaped pearl. Because no matter what size you are, if you can, if you can bend yourself in, in special ways, except <laughs> to be special ways, you have a lot more options. And so staying limber, it's really helpful for hide and go seek but also strengthening is important because you have to punch a hole through a wall to yeah. hide it to yeah that's what corbett did no he he hid in a closet and was trying to hide behind a thing and so he was just doing like a wall sit oh uh-huh <laughs> it took us a long time to find him so finally by the end he was just like sitting on the floor because he's like i couldn't i couldn't do a wall sit for seven minutes in a row (laughs) uh so hide and go seek shelly it's good for for strength flexibility but it's also good for your mind it it helps you with problem solving skills if you're hiding you're like okay i've got to use my my surroundings where am i gonna hide how much of space do i need and if you're the finder, you have to use your brain. You have to think, where could my over six foot tall daddy hide? Uh-huh. Where could my 14 month old sister hide? <laughs> <laughs> She's not very good at hide and go seek, but. <laughs> Julie, when I've heard tell of your husband, Corbin, uh, producer Emeritus Corbin, playing this game, he. He needs a little help hiding his six foot body. He can hide. He can hide. It. He can hide part of it. But from what I've heard, it's, he's not good at doing all of it. Do you want to tell this story, or shall I? I think you should, because I wasn't there. I just was a very happy listener. <laughs> Corbin was also exercising his brain when he played this round of hide and go seek because he wanted to throw us off the scent. He went into the garage and pulled down uh, the attic ladder 
Uh-huh. But then he he was like, okay, I'm going to do that to throw them off the scent, and then I'm going to hide under this spare coffee table that we have in the, the garage. Uh, but he miscalculated. He th- he did not fit under the table. Only about like two thirds of his torso fit underneath. <laughs> so he, so his legs were fully sticking out from, <laughs> from under this table. And, but you know what? His trick worked for about two moments because uh, Ruby was like, "We have to climb. Th- Finally, it's my chance to get in this attic." <laughs> She's always wanted to do it. Uh, but then we looked down and just saw Corbin's legs. So, <laughs> Shelly, my last point is that hide and go seek is really, really wonderful if you need to practice counting. Up to 30, up to 40, it's up to you, baby. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but only 30 and above. <laughs> no, I mean, if you need practice counting up to 20, you can do that too. But 30, 30 is a pretty good number to practice up to. Don't want to get too wild. Well, I hope you like hide and go seek. There you go. <laughs> uh, that was excellent, Julie. Shelly, I have five reasons why you should be anti-hide and seek and, and uh, unrelated. But I've, I've been writing hide and seek. But Julie's been saying hide and go seek. And I need you to know uh, we're talking about the same game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's true. You didn't have me define it. So That's like the difference between bounce castles and bouncy castles. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> My way is the more cool, fun way to say it. <laughs> hide and seek is much more business-like. <laughs> so, Shelly, you shouldn't like hide and seek, first of all, because it's no surprises central over here. Okay, Shelly, I... I'm an anti-surprise person. I've only been thrown one surprise party, and it should have been the most joyous time of my life. And I had to spend, like, maybe the first 10 or 15 minutes stopping being angry. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I hate surprises. Don't surprise me. Don't say, hey, let's just uh, play hooky and and change our plans all around for the day. Or, hey, I'm going to take you to this place, but I'm going to blindfold you. I actually have had that happen. And we did end up at Disneyland, and I still didn't like it. But I like <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah, so, Shelly, I am not a surprises fan, but I also know that sometimes you don't like surprises because surprises can be very spooky. <laughs> Shelly, would you say that a haunted house is just full of surprises? I, I don't know if it would be... I'd call it only surprise, but yes, I would say surprises are a big factor. Yeah, and uh, would you not agree, Shelley, that a surprise party where you walk into a dark house and then everybody jumps up and yells surprise is uh, like a haunted house? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) If they hid strategically throughout the house and jumped out at me one at a time and were wearing scary costumes. I know a game like that, Shelley. I know a game where people strategically hide around a house. (laughs) (laughs) But they also don't jump out at you and say surprise. Yeah, but guess what? Sometimes they do, especially if they're little kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Little kids will give themselves up so fast. And you know what? They won't just like be like, hey, it's me. They'll be like, (laughs) Yeah, because they sit there in anticipation. They get so excited. (laughs) That is true. So, Shelly, it's no surprises central over here, and that is the first reason why you should be anti-hide-and-seek. The second reason 
is hide-and-seek is not recreating anything fun. Julie actually stole the, the rug right from under me by saying that it's good practice to hide from burglars. Well, <laughs> I thought that would be an anti-pet. <laughs> Shelly, I can't think of one instance in, in like a real-life situation wherein you would be hiding and like the, the, the coming out part is fun and good. Like you're hiding and you're like so psyched to be hiding. I can't think of one thing. A surprise party, I guess. <laughs> You'll never guess how frequently I have like been the surpriser in a surprise party. <laughs> Is it very frequently? No, it's zero because I won't play that nonsense. Boo. I'm doing a what? thumbs down at you too. Well, I don't like that. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not applause. Holly wants the applause. Anything that is a hiding situation means that you're hiding from something that is probably going to harm you. I have a long list and they're all bummer towns, so I'm not going to say any of them. But what I am going to say is please use your imagination. And I think you could do a very good job. Because Shelly, <laughs> I you. believe in you. <laughs> well, we do already know one. Burglars. <laughs> I was shocked when Julie said that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody wants a burglar to come, but it's good to be prepared. Okay, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Speaking of imagination, Shelley, the next reason why you shouldn't like hide and seek is hide and seek uh, is limited by the bounds of reality. But I want to play in the land of pure imagination, Shelley. My physical form can only hide in the physical space that is available to me. You mentioned that you uh, have, have an apartment that is smaller. If I wanted to hide, I want to hide in the land of dreams. <laughs> oh, Shelly, I want to... <laughs> it's the PCP to the spine. Yeah, if I want to seek, I want to seek the, the, the cup of living... Uh, <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> Uh, the cup, I've really painted myself into a corner. The <laughs> cup of living slurps. I don't oh, know. Ah! <laughs> I want this to stay in, please. It will stay in because I'm not afraid of my own imagination and where it takes me. <laughs> I'm afraid of your imagination. The living slurp sounds so gross to me for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Shelly. Hide and seek says you must stay in reality and you must only hide in the linen closet or under a bed and there's no other alternatives. You can't even pretend while you're under the bed that you're hiding in a cave or anything because as soon as someone finds you, then you hit your head on a springy sproing and that's it. Ouch. <gasps> springy sproing? <laughs> oh, tears. Oh. <laughs> Shelly, I just, I like to use my imagination and I don't like to, especially since I've been in my house for nine months now, I'm just ready to imagine myself anywhere else. But if I'm playing hide and seek, I can't teleport there. Okay, so Shelly, I have two more points why you should be anti-hide and seek. My penultimate point is the would-be all-time champions aren't agile enough to play, a.k.a. Babies are really bad at it. <laughs> Shelly, I have some bad news. There are people, humans in this world, who are made for hide and seek. Made except for one thing, 
They can't move around very good. Shelly, babies are tiny. They're so small, they can hide anywhere. They can hide anywhere, but here's the problem. They can't get to those anywheres because they're (laughs) tiny and they can't move that good. And like Julie's 14-month-old, I'm betting she doesn't sit still and be quiet very well. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know all babies. I'll say that right now. But I will say most babies, that's probably the case. Shelly, it's really upsetting because you know I love a champion. You know I love when people are champions. And you, you know I love to see like people who were obviously made for something achieve a championship. (laughs) And it's really disappointing that every baby I've ever met just hasn't lived up to their potential. (laughs) Oh man, babies, come on. (laughs) Just believe. (laughs) But babies, here's a good thing about babies. They are tiny, but they're also smushy as heck and bendy aroundy. So if you had an air vent duct, you could fit a baby in there. You know who's also bendy? Hamsters. But they're not humans and therefore are eliminated from this gameplay. (laughs) Hamsters have been eliminated. Um, so yeah, so Shelly, it's just upsetting because they would be the all-time champions, but they instead are just nothings. They're, they don't even place because they can't finish. From heroes to zeros, <laughs> aka babies. <laughs> Every baby who's ever played hide and seek gets a DNF, and it's so upsetting when you look on the international <laughs> website for hide and seek. Their stats are just abysmal. <laughs> you never want to have a baby on your uh, fantasy hide and seek team. <laughs> well, here's the problem. There's not even real fantasy in hide and seek. There's just real teams because no imagination for hide and seek. Thanks. Shelly, I have one final reason why you should be anti-hide-and-seek. Hide-and-seek is the number one way to get away from the nerd at your slumber party. Hide-and-seek is too mean! (laughs) Julie already kind of mentioned it. (laughs) If Julie had been a mean mom, she would have said, Guys, I'm going to go hide. And then, uh, you seek me, okay? Count to a hundred. And then she would grab the keys and go and run (laughs) to to the car and then leave. But she's a good mom and she wouldn't do that. But there are teens who are not good people. And by that, I mean all teens are learning how to be good people. And sometimes that means they make bad decisions or mean decisions. Shelly, have you ever heard in fiction or nonfiction? Have you ever heard of a story of... A nerd being abandoned? Yes. How does it make you feel? Sad. I always feel sad for (laughs) for the poor person left out. Shelly, and you can be honest because you're with friends. Have you ever abandoned a nerd? (sighs) Oh, no. Probably at some point. I want to say no, but I need to be honest and maybe yes. It's okay, Shelly. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> I just, now you've, you've really taken me to a place in my <laughs> mind. I'm now thinking of every person ever. I can now remember, she wants like, to like apologize to all those people that she's ever possibly hurt. I know. And maybe not.
not just even playing hide and seek just by doing other things and um i was a monster i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) holly (laughs) how did you not see this coming (laughs) you open this can of worms (laughs) well let me close it by saying shelly I've been a nerd my whole life, and you've never abandoned me. And for that, I thank you. Uh, not enough people thank other people for not abandoning them. <laughs> That's true. Shelly, there are more people who you've not abandoned than you've abandoned. <laughs> I hope that's true. Oh, Shelly, it has to be true. <laughs> well, n- now nobody knows until I can go through every single person ever in my life. <laughs> so now I know what I'm going to be doing. All night. Oh, Merry gosh. Christmas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shelly's never going to sleep again because she's going to just want – she's like, if my time is spent for myself ever, then I'm going to feel really bad. <laughs> I'm going to be – I'm going to go to work tomorrow, and I've, I'm working the slice shift, so I'm slicing all the loaves of bread. And I'm going to be thinking, like, slicing this bread is like me slicing apart all the people in my life because oh I, I, I didn't stay close enough to them. <laughs> Shelly, don't do that. Smart. Just wants to give your heart and your mind a hug. Luckily, I'm not working alone. So someone will be able to like be like, hey, why are you crying over there slicing all the bread? Stop it. You're like, doesn't slicing bread make you cry just like onions? (laughs) This is so symbolic. The other people working will be like, hey, Shelly, um, let's play hide and seek, okay? <laughs> you you keep slicing the bread, and when you're done slicing the bread, come find us. And then they'll all be across the street at the pizza place. Uh-huh. Or the Hug Hess Cafe. <laughs> yup. Just don't like hide and seek, okay? It's bad. It's, it's upsetting, and surprises suck. I, I hate them, and I hate you. <laughs> oh my oh, no. gosh that is what i would say if you abandoned me like people in hide and seek <laughs> oh no now there's that pressure <laughs> anyways uh yeah the end for me but now <laughs> it's the beginning for for kelly whitcomb she she she's in a weird place right now because she just wants to hug her shelly across states and 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 covid but uh kelly just just release that from your mind and just say from your heart what you think Shelly's going to choose about hide and seek. Well, I can't imagine that nobody, like, I, I imagine that everybody wants to hug Shelly right now. And I bet mom is on a flight right now to go well, hug well, Shelly. Well, I will just tell everyone, JK, JK, I'll be fine. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I won't really cry over bread <laughs> tomorrow. No. Um, but I think Shelly was going to go con anyway, but like the con points also sounded fun. So <laughs> we had a good laugh during the con section. So. <laughs> it's almost pro because it was so fun. That's because it's funny to imagine a baby all twisted around, but so cute with their little face poking out. <laughs> it's so fun to imagine a baby all twisted in unnatural ways, <laughs> shoved up in a corner somewhere. That's really great. Hey, you fun. know what? They were at one point. It's called uteruses. That's the perfect <laughs> hiding spot. <laughs> well, they can't go back there once they're out. You know who's good at seeking babies? Obstetricians. <laughs> <laughs> Ultrasound technicians. 
<laughs> and uh, when the birth is just the mom saying, Ali, Ali, oxen free. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But some. Some people don't want to come out of their hiding places, so they have to be surgically removed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Shelly's going to go con anyway, uh, because especially if it's scary. Like, Shelly doesn't love the anticipation of that. Like, she wants to be nice. And so if she hides too well, then she wants to not have the other person feel bad about not finding her. Then, if she is seeking somebody, she doesn't want them to jump out and scare her. But she does want to play. So, like, she likes a good game, but I think she prefers board games. So I think she's going to go con to hide and seek. Kelly, that sounds really smart and good. And we could just end the episode there because I agree with you. <laughs> oh, wait. No. 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 <laughs> It's time, the time we've all been waiting for. The opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Van Exel podcaster, Shelly. Was Nick Van Exel the greatest or the super greatest Laker to ever play? <laughs> he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's fine. His eyebrows are good. Good eyebrows. <laughs> His eyebrows, those stats are amazing. <laughs> unparalleled uh <laughs> shelly what do you think about hide and seek or hide and go seek for those who who pronounce it that way <laughs> um well let's see let me look at my look at my notes because i've got a lot here there's there's been a lot of really great points today uh i love hiding from burglars <laughs> i love having that kind of practice in because there's nothing quite like <laughs> Get being prepared for possible mortal danger to really get the blood pumping. <laughs> so that, I mean, that was a great point to open on. Learn about every nook and cranny of your house. I feel like, Julie, you, that is maybe more of a point for you right now because you are in a new space. <laughs> um, I've now been living in this house for over two years and uh, I... Except for in my dreams, I'm pretty sure I have seen every nook and cranny. But there was there was once a place where I lived that had a lot of nooks and crannies. Um, our apartment in Argentina was massive. I remember occasionally playing hide-and-go-seek. Uh, what's funny is I wrote hide-and-seek on my paper, but when I say it out loud, I think I do say hide-and-go-seek. <laughs> <laughs> um, we played it sometimes, you know, with Jet. And man, we had so many Great spaces for hiding in, to the mm -hmm. point where, like, sometimes we would limit ourselves to certain, like, sections of the house so it wouldn't take too long to find everybody. He was also a preschooler, and that makes a world of difference. Yeah. But your Holly Holly's point of a small person hiding is really great because he could fit in some of the nooks and crannies we couldn't. He fit great into, like, our closets and stuff. But yeah, so so I have lived in a place with lots of nooks and crannies, and, and that is great fun to like see, like, where could I hide today? It is sometimes a good opportunity to take a nap, especially as a parent <laughs> <laughs> or a babysitter. I remember doing that as a babysitter sometimes, like, let's play hide and seek, and then just like, whew, you need a minute, you know? It's a great chance to freak out your kids, which you know is my favorite thing to do. I love freaking out my son. <laughs> I just is love he, causing him. Is he panic. very jumpy at all in that way? He's gotten better 
he used to, like, if he would say, like, from his room, mom, and if I did not answer on the first one, he would be like, I'm all alone. There's no one here. <laughs> he would automatically assume. <laughs> so, oh, love. so, yeah. So, um, it used to be a lot easier to freak him out. Now he'd be like, oh, I'm alone. Cool. I'll just get on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. Uh, strengthen and flexibility in your body. The world is your oyster if you do that. <laughs> I guess that's true. I hadn't thought about, you know, the strategic places to hide. Like when Jack used to climb up the inside of a doorway, <laughs> if you hadn't been thinking, you wouldn't have looked up to see a, a small Jacko. <laughs> so that, that could have been a great, like, hiding spot for him. <laughs> you know, if I if I was hiding, let's say, in my closet, I've got a shoe rack that kind of ends right where my clothes also end hanging from above and if I could just like really squat and like do a wall sit back there behind my clothes I'd be golden (laughs) I'd be so such a great hiding spot because no one would think to look for me there because it it looks like there's no space (laughs) but they also know about your your core strength and they they don't give it enough credit yeah. I mean, Julie's daughter, Ruby, did some yoga poses for us right before recording, and I mm-hmm. I envy her, her strength and balance. <laughs> um, it's good for the mind. <laughs> I guess I hadn't really considered the, the problem-solving aspect of, of hide-and-seek and, like, you know, being like, where's the logical places for someone to hide? And okay, I check those places. Like, what what are the other factors I could factor in? Um, that's, I, I guess, really great. Like, you know, some people choose to do crosswords. Some people play hide and seek. You know, everyone gets their <laughs> mental exercise in different ways. Um, and it's a great way to practice counting. I hadn't hadn't thought about that in a while because Jet's pretty much had that down for a bit. (laughs) But I do actually remember making him practice counting and playing hide and seek and doing things like that. So that is a great point. So um, thank you for bringing that back to my mind, Julie. You're welcome. (laughs) But no surprise is central for Holly um, because it's spooky and stressful. I once, I also once had a surprise party, but guess what? It didn't make me full of rage. (laughs) Certain surprises are okay to me. They do not all instantly fill me with rage. Did it scare you a little bit, though, initially? Probably. (laughs) But most things do. It's hard to tell. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my husband walks down the hall and most days scares me at some point. (laughs) And your hall is really short. It's very, very short, and I know he's back in the back room. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I would say some surprises are more spooky and stressful than others. Not recreating any fun um, instances of real life needing to hide, aka from bad, spooky things like, and I guess the only ex- example we use is burglars. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hide from ghosts? No, I'm thinking of like real life examples where humans have had to hide from other humans. That's like burglars. Bad. What? Like burglars. Yeah, but I guess I just mean it across history. I thought you said the purge, Julie. <laughs> oh <laughs> I was my like, gosh. I guess that's true. <laughs> I would hide Surprise! during the purge. You know I would. <laughs> I would definitely hide during the purge. I'd, I'd be one of the ones going out. Wow. <laughs> I'd do a little of both, I think. <laughs> You're like, I've purged what I want to purge. Now it's time to hide. <laughs> no, you just go out, 
go out, but then you're only going to the Cheesecake Factory and then hide there. <laughs> Ooh. Hide in the fridge. <laughs> Pure imagination is better than real space. <laughs> um, that makes me think, Holly, that you want to play hide-and-seek-esque games in, like, metaphysical realm or something okay here's here's what i was thinking of when i was trying to think of like what would a a pure imagination hide and seek be the only thing i could think of and i was so happy i did because i know you love this was that part of dr strange oh uh uh-huh where they're going and going and going and going Uh uh-huh and you like dr strange i do crazy about dr strange (laughs) Um. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true for me. Where where my headspace is at right now is is uh, oh shoot, what's that game where you suspect other people? Among Us. Among Us, and that's not necessarily a hide and seek type game. Oh, but there is one on Roblox where it's hide and seek. Yeah, it, there's a lot of video games about hiding and seeking, and um, that to me was where my my brain went. It did not go to Doctor Strange. <laughs> I guess if you really would like to hide and, and be able to use your imagination, you could play a video game about it. Um, but I guess that's also not for everyone because guess what? Some of those games are pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> babies are not agile enough to play. Shame on them. <laughs> get your acts together, babies. Um, it's the number one way to get away from a nerd at a slumber party. I am trying to imagine if that ever happened at a slumber party I went to but mostly what I thought of was do you guys remember that game we play sometimes at our youth activities on Wednesdays and where we would turn off all the lights in the church building and then everyone would no one person would hide one person would hide and then everyone would look for them what was that game called sardines 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 yeah so it made me think of that like I'm going to hide and then all the people are hiding together and they're all the cool kids and then I'm I'm the nerd still <laughs> looking for everyone. And at that point you're also the dumb nerd. Yeah, cuz uh, you I've can't been find that everyone. Dumb nerd. I am that dumb that nerd. That really brought back a lot of those <laughs> memories. That that was not my favorite activity to do <laughs> midweek. Kelly's point that I don't like the anticipation and I don't like scary things. Guess what, Kelly? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> My one of my biggest fears slash nightmares is being being seeked, I guess. <laughs> like not necessarily hunted as in someone's trying to hunt me and shoot me, but just like being chased, being you know, we like have, someone. We have gone over that before in previous episodes where, but and we did call it being hunted. I think it was <laughs> one of our October yeah. episodes, but it was being hunted. Yeah, I don't like it. Like in college, there was a lot of like, hey, let's go like out at night and like play kind of a hide and go seek s game, like all in the dark. No, thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like nooks and crannies. There might be spiders there. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. Yeah, I forgot to mention the anti-spider. Shelly, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it is whenever I play hide and seek, even sometimes with children, it makes me legit like it it starts to kick off my fight or flight response. <laughs> like, it is not a sensation I enjoy. Um like every once in a while I will have fun playing. It was mostly with like Jet when he was little. But like any other time no 
thanks. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to hide. I don't want to practice hiding from burglars. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to take a secret nap because I can't anymore. I'm an adult. <laughs> um, I don't want to freak out my kids <laughs> because that's too easy to do. <laughs> well, then, Shelly, you just need to get you just need to get a kitten or a cat and play hide and seek with it because it's real funny when you play hide and seek with a kitten and they freak out. <laughs> Oh, man. Jet would love if we got a kitten. <laughs> Bless you. That's what I would do if we had a kitten. <laughs> That's what I do do. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, hide and seek. No, thanks. No, thanks. Not for me. Uh, I'm definitely anti. And you know what? I'd be happy if that game just went away. <laughs> uh, Shelly. I know you just made a huge decision, and I'm so proud of you, but I need to know something, and you need to answer, okay? Oh, no. What is it? If next time we are all together, the sweet faces of the Miller children come to you and say, Aunt Shelley, please play hide and seek with us, what's the answer? I would say yes. I'm not a monster. <laughs> But I, I'm saying if I could, like, men in black, like, mind wipe the idea of hide and seek from everybody's brains, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> then there would be a lot of, like, jump, like, all the jump scare movies, uh, haunted houses, all that would just be gone. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But but if, like, if if the Millers said Aunt Shelley, please play hide and seek with us. I I would do it because I'm nice. You are so nice. You are I'm nice. nice, but kind of mean because I wouldn't want to play and I'd just distract them with another cooler thing. <laughs> and you'd be good at that. I am very good at that. That was a skill of mine even before parenting, but it's been honed to an, a sharp <laughs> edge now. <laughs> and even before talking, I'm sure. Holly, by the way, I have to let you know, in a previous episode, you you said that I should ask the children if they would want to come live with you. And I asked Lukey, just kind of casually, like, we were reading books and I was like, hey, do you want to go live with Aunt Holly? He's looked at me and went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he start packing his bags? <laughs> nah, we just kept reading after that. <laughs> knew it <laughs> anyways Shelly I'm so proud of you like I mentioned for for making such a hard and fast decision about uh hide and seek and thank you for sharing your opinion and thank you again to the Miller family for doing such a great job playing and submitting they're good at both things and for that I'm grateful but now it's December and uh that means we are going to play our segment what's your name What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? And this is a very special December. What's your name? And not only December, but December 2020. This um, name generator, which is the thing that I use for uh, what's your name, uh, is a name generator found on the internet, and then I tell my sisters what it is. And this name generator was submitted to me by my good friend um, from our old house. Well, she doesn't live in our old house, but she lives in our old town. And uh, her name is Holly Rur. Holly, hello. Uh, you're Hi. my friend. Wow. We, were, uh, we made up two-thirds of the Holly contingent in our neighborhood. There were three Hollies. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was wild. But, but now I'm the only Holly for miles and miles. 
Just kidding. <laughs> There's a little girl named Holly in my daughter's church class. So. <laughs> <laughs> and if it were up to Caleb, Ju- or uh, Lucy would be and Holly Jr. a guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> and a guinea pig. Oh, yes. Uh, Shelly Gang, I need to update you. Uh, my husband's guinea pig's name is Dixie, named after Heart of Dixie, his, one of his favorite television shows of all time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's a CW, uh, uh, like, romantic drama. I know. Of course. See? Like, expected and yet unexpected all at, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Caleb... Uh, my friend Holly submitted to me the name generator, what is your pandemic Hallmark movie? So uh, as I mentioned, my husband and I have a Hallmark movie club. So I feel very like capable of, of uh, saying that I know about uh, the typical Hallmark movie. But this one's a special pandemic version. You need for it, you need to have a shirt color that you're wearing. Uh, your current beverage, the first letter of the last person you texted, and finally, the first letter of the last thing you ate. So uh, we're going to plug in all of our answers, and there's a lot. Like, this one's kind of long, so I'm not going to say all of this stuff for everyone. But, I mean, I'm not going to, like, say the individual parts. I'm just going to tell you what they made in the generator. Is that okay with everyone? Yep. Yes. Yes. And uh, so I'll try and underline vocally which parts are the the added parts. Okay, friends? We're going to... Okay, Smotch, you are the first person who is going to find out what their Hallmark pandemic movie is. And I need you to tell me, Kelly and all of you girlos, how many stars would Caleb give your movie? Or like, what would he rate it? (laughs) Is this a one to five star rating system or one to ten? Well, uh, you could just rate it however you want it. It doesn't have to be stars. Okay. <gasps> okay. Ooh. Okay. So, Smotches, your movie is a soul-searching corporate lawyer mm. finds herself stranded in her hometown during a pandemic lockdown after she came home to rebuild the animal shelter after Christmas haters burned it down. <laughs> <laughs> Against against her better judgment, she falls in love with the man suing her father's business. <laughs> Together, they learn the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, my gosh. That is a complicated tapestry. <laughs> yeah. So, Kelly, what would my husband Caleb rate it if we watched that movie tonight? Three out of six cookies three out of six cookies yeah perfect uh because just like most of our hallmark movies that we've watched middle of the road that's a perfect rating (laughs) (laughs) average i love it well because caleb uh our running joke was that i like caleb off like asked for cookies one time and then i made them and so now he always asks me for cookies mm-hmm. and i typically make them and so i figure that that would be perfect but then i don't think he would be very interested in like the corporate businesswoman part not because she's a woman but like because corporate's kind of yeah he only likes really like submissive like chill laid back women <laughs> so no. yeah because that makes sense yeah 
Uh, that That's me to a T. Okay, Julie, are you ready to find out your Hallmark movie? Oh, I'm ready. An overworked former beauty queen finds herself stranded in her hometown during a pandemic lockdown after she came home to help with the failing family fishing business. <laughs> Against her better judgment, she falls in love with the son of a son of a sailor man. <laughs> Together, they learn the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, it's so good. I would watch. How that good movie. is it? <laughs> How good is it? Can I give it a three point five out of six cookies? I'm copying Kelly's scoring system. <laughs> ah, well, and it's very holiday. It's cookies. very holiday. Uh, yeah. I I I feel like it's a good middle of the road, but I still want it to be a little better than Kelly's. Uh, <laughs> Julie. It is shocking to me that uh, you haven't already written this romance novel. <laughs> but I it's like true. the idea of an overworked former beauty queen and coming from a family fishing business and having to, to return to it. I love it. <laughs> it's good. That it's sounds good. like a San- Sandra Bullock thing. It does. It does. Okay, Shelly, you ready for yours? I'm ready. An unlucky in love party planner finds herself stranded in her hometown during a pandemic lockdown after she came home to take care of her ailing mother with dementia via music and art therapy. (laughs) Against her better judgment, she falls in love with Santa Claus. (laughs) Together, they learn the true meaning of Christmas. Let's see. You know what? I think... For Caleb, this would be two thumbs way up because (laughs) the the falling in love with Santa, yes, I think Caleb would be into that. And he loves art therapy. And he loves art therapy. (laughs) And he loves party planning. (laughs) I think you're right, Shelly. I think he would really like that. He loves a happy ending. Yeah. I, I, I think he'd be into it. Yeah. I think you're right. Okay. You guys aren't ready for mine. I need you to know, okay? Oh, all right. Okay. An orphaned atheist (laughs) finds herself stranded in her hometown during a pandemic lockdown after she came home to settle her parents' estate. Against her better judgment, she falls in love with a ghost. (laughs) Together, they find the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's so many winding roads. (laughs) I love the thought of an atheist finding God through falling in love with a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) The atheist finds out what the true meaning of Christmas is, and isn't that that essentially isn't that essentially what that movie from last year, Last Christmas, was about? Uh, sort of. It wasn't that she didn't. Spoiler alert! In the afterlife, it was just like she just didn't believe in anything. Except I believe in Henry Golding. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> He's um, cute. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, my husband would hate this movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, he does not. Uh, he doesn't not like orphans. Down... He hates orphans. Uh, <laughs> He's not necessarily down with like uh, a supernatural type of thing. He likes like the show Lucifer and whatever. but. 
but that's not like thrills and chills, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, it is really good. And my yes. Hallmark pandemic movie would definitely be lots of spooks, lots of thrills, lots of chills. <laughs> so, so you're not falling in love like with a ghost who like just looks like a normal person or whatever. You're falling in love with like a real Casper. spooky ghost <laughs> yes. in a haunted yes. house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Their parents' estate was a haunted house. (laughs) Guys, this is the movie I want to make. (sighs) But now I'm going to have to come up with a good name for it. And and while I do that, let's wrap up this episode. Uh, That's been our segment. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your What's your What's your name? Shelly Gang. Thank you so much for joining us yet again. It is almost the end of 2020, and thank goodness, because in 2021, we're going to flip the switch. Shelly is going to be asking all of our opinions, and we're, we're not going to say a dang thing until she says the right thing that we want to talk about. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> the pressure's oh on. God. 2021. <laughs> uh, just kidding, Shelly. Gang, the way you can know I'm just kidding is that you can read about what our show actually is by going to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. There you can find how this show came to be. And, and mostly it's because I was telling our mom what podcasts were, and she said, well, Shelly has opinions. You should ask her them. And I said, yep. And then it took six months for me to convince her, but she did it. <laughs> Yay! Uh, uh, another thing I had to convince Shelly of was to be a little more family-friendly so we could join uh, Podicon Go, the family-friendly network of podcasts for family-friendly podcasts. Otherwise, Shelly would have run a little blue. <laughs> I I talk like the son of a son of a sailor. Let's just say <laughs> Uh, if you go to podicongo.com you can find shows for all ages educational storytelling role-playing or just conversational and i love that for us and for you check it out shelly gang but mostly we just want you to come back next week because then we'll get you another seasonal topic just like this week (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know what else we'll do We'll we'll provide an update for for Shelly and her bread slicing and tear drowning. <laughs> I will count the tears. And we'll we'll come back with a, a hard number. Mostly, it's just so our mom doesn't get too worried. <laughs> uh, but we need a big laugh so that everybody can end the podcast. But it just hasn't happened yet. How about we talk about uh, babies hiding in universes again? (laughs) (laughs) Or they could play sardines. Babies play sardines. All the cool babies. No, in the uterus. No, thanks. No, exit only. (laughs) (laughs) And with that... Thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. I'm gonna come find you. <laughs> Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?